Welcome to Your Living Life Legacy Matters, and we truly uh, mean that. Uh, your living life legacy matters, your life legacy matters. And, you know, when we think about uh, our broadcasting network, we always want to let people clearly understand that we're funded and we're actually supported by the Faith-Based Cause Initiative and its affiliates. And when we talk about faith-based, cause-based initiative, we like to share with you today, we're going to have in my life one of the leading uh, just pioneers in terms of really being able to embrace uh, a cause and, and, and not be uh, deviated from that uh, embracement of, of the cause. This particular guest I'm going to introduce you to is really uh, going to uh, not just intrigue you as he does always with me, but he's going to be able to give you that type of understanding from a financial perspective of how you can begin that life legacy journal journey that would lead and, and take you to that life well lived as we celebrated the um, passing on last year of John Lewis, a person at a very young age decided what he wanted to do and was steadfast and unmovable to his dying day doing the exact same thing, uh, reaching out to human beings and really sharing with them, you know, what their gift was and what their particular opinion meant in terms of their vote. And so, hello guys, I'm Carvel Jones, Executive Director to the Chair of the Faith-Based Cause Initiative. It's a pleasure to introduce you to a special guest today. And as we talk about faith-based and as we talk about cause-based and as we celebrate um, Black History Month at its conclusion going into uh, the celebration of women, this particular uh, person has walked that particular path in life where he has looked at everyone as a human being, regardless of what their color or what their their nationality, what their religious uh, belief was, is, and uh, may always be, we hopeful of that. He's just a really good human being, and he has a core competency, an expertise, and what I refer to as not the mortgage side of things, not the lending side of things. After spending 11 years at Bank of America in charge of their corporate lending division, I was always intrigued by how the home market worked. And so at my level in the corporate division, we just sold off the actual book of business. We never got into the uh, really good work, you know, the, the grassroots work of, of being able to take that particular you know, individual and graduate them up in terms of their literacy level to understand the road to home ownership. So ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome Mr. Rob Silverstein, head of marketing for the First Independence Bank. Wow, amazing. All right. Thank right. you. You're always the best with the intros. <laughs> Thank yeah, you so much. Consistently for years. Thank <laughs> yes. you very much. Great to be here. Thank yeah. you for being here. Can you share with us a little bit about how you see the marketplace out there and, and a little bit about the, 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 the literature that you've been authoring and hopefully it's going to become a book very, very soon, The Road to Home Ownership. So how's the market look out there? It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, – uh, appreciate the intro. Mm -hmm. um, I'm the uh, senior uh, mortgage lender with uh, First Independence Bank. Okay. Uh, doing some amazing things in the city, doing some amazing things in the community. Uh, sort of a became a niche for me when I moved over to the bank about seven years ago. Okay. Uh, kind of to paraphrase what you said, it's cause. There's a cause going on. When you talk about financial literacy, uh, and you can teach people how to, how to, you know, navigate to buy a home and change their family's trajectory as a homeowner, uh, it's pretty powerful. 
Yes, yes. And when you take a look at that market, all I've seen, uh, uh, Rob, is just the rates just plummeting so low. And then I look at some of the communities. You know, I, while I did uh, leave Detroit uh, years ago and settled in the Seattle, uh, Washington area where I spent all my banking and sure. finance life, when I came back here after uh, our family got the Detroit Public School $1.6 billion bond program to build schools, I got to look at some of the neighborhoods that were around that I really just hadn't looked at before. And so when you take a look at all those properties available, and then you look at some of the younger people, um, what's the difference between renting for $1,000 a month or getting a home? What, what, what can you share with us about that uh, transition? So the, the market is, is truly crazy. Uh, in my 30 years in, in mortgage lending, I don't know if I've witnessed this type of a market. Uh, it's the perfect, perfect, you know, economics from high school, supply and demand. And I always tease the young buyers. I say, unless you skipped school that day, <laughs> this is supply and demand. The okay. supply of homes is just down. Uh, there's numerous reasons why, but the supply is down. The demand is high. Uh, you've got young kids that are spending 700, 800, 900 and more in rent. And when we show them this pathway to home ownership can be theirs, uh, it's a pretty powerful dynamic. Yeah, yeah. You know, when we take a look at financial literacy and we take a look at the path to home ownership, as you refer to it as, um, I just think about on the faith-based cause initiative, uh, we're here to provide literacy. Uh, one thing that the audience may not know is that when we begin to explore how we could take essential essential services and quality of life benefits to the community, uh, the first thing we thought about was home ownership. And you may not know, but uh, Mr. Robert Silverstein was in the room when we made the decision to bring this faith-based cause initiative to the greater Detroit market and specifically under the auspices of something called your life legacy life legacy, if you would, assurance program. And the first, and unfortunately uh, should be the first, but the largest asset, I believe, if not, if I'm correct, uh, Rob, that people aspire to is home ownership. Home ownership, it, it's, it's a financial game changer. You know, when, when people recognize and understand that, that it's affordable, um, they just need the guideline, they just need the education, they just need the hand-holding just to understand how you get from the beginning to the end. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of what we see is a lot of the big banks, a lot of the institutional banks, it's just fast food, it's plug and paste, it's, mm -hmm. it's leaving the void of education that I find is very comforting, especially for a first time buyer that's never been in that process, it's, it's, it's overwhelming. So a big part of it is, is creating the education. You know, the, uh, the chairman of our bank, uh, Mr. Kenneth Kelly, uh, has had an ongoing uh, article running in the Michigan Chronicle. And he talks about financial literacy. And when the first article came out, it was, it was great, it was, it was powerful, it was inspirational. Um, but as an outsider reading, you know, it just didn't sit right calling it financial literacy. Because by... By definition, if you're saying, come to my financial literacy, are you assuming financial illiteracy? 
It's financial oh. empowerment. It's financial empowerment. Empowerment. When, when you can, and I, I know I told you this story. I was doing a homeowner's uh, presentation, home buyer's presentation, uh, one of the local churches. The, uh, uh, the pastor stopped me in, in mid-stride, and uh, uh, he made the comment. He says, what I'm listening to sounds like ministry. And I said, Pastor, it's ministry. When you can take somebody that, that has the job, they've got the cash, they've got everything in place, but the process to own a home, okay, it's pretty empowering to take somebody down that path and create home ownership. So yes. financial empowerment is sort of a, a positive buzzword that, sure. that we like to use around the bank. Sure. Yeah. We're going to take a break and come back with uh, Mr. Rob Silverstein, and he's going to go over the one, two, three, or the ABC in terms of home ownership. If you find yourself in the middle uh, right now and you're renting and you're paying upwards of $1,000 a month, I mean, I know Mr. Silverstein mentioned 500, 600. Uh, of the people I know are paying closer to 1,000 a month, and they have been doing that for quite some time. So the question is, what are the one, two, three, or the ABC, if you would of the bridge over to home ownership. We'll be right back on the other side. Thank you. Nice, Carmel. <laughs> 